Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. You are listening to 1% or Less with him. I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ here at the wheel. They are the ones that are piloting this ship. Sorry for the delay. It's been one heck of a travel day for me. Um, Literally just got down uh, to Kentucky here for just a little bit. Um, It's just been one heck of a day. Couldn't find a, a rental car. And uh, so me and my coworker ended up having to drive to South Bend, and then our manager had to drive us to. It's just been a long day. Literally, it's like one of those, just one of those just crazy days. But anyway, we're here. We got at our hotel. Um, just trying to get settled in a little bit. A little disappointed with the uh, accommodations, but uh, maybe we could try to get that figured out. Um, I'm not gonna complain too much. You know, it is a you know a warm place to stay, but. Uh, I've stated better, we'll just say that, but I'm not going to complain too much. Those are, uh, what do you call it, first world problems? Yeah, those are first world problems, so I'm not going to complain too much. But um, I did want to at least do a 1% or less with him because, like I said, I just wouldn't feel complete if I didn't. I did not have a chance to read my one chapter today. So this is going to be my one chapter for the day. Um, albeit it's going to be a little short, but still kind of wanted to get that in there because it's important. We got to get that in every day, no matter how busy, no matter how chaotic and how hectic our day is. The important thing is, is that we at least fit in that 1% of our time, of our 24 hours that we have in a day with God and Jesus Christ. And so no matter when we fit that in, we just have to fit it in somewhere. Typically I like to do it at the beginning of my day. Unfortunately, it didn't work out like that for me. My morning was kind of a little bit hectic and chaotic, but again, we got to fit it in somewhere, and this is exactly where we're going to fit it in. And so today, we're going to be reading out of uh, Psalms, the book of Psalms, out of chapter 14, and it is uh, discussing a lament over widespread corruption. And it reads like this. It's very short, but it reads like this. For the leader of David... The, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. Their deeds are loathsome and corrupt. Not one does what is good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if even one is wise, if even one seeks God. All have gone astray. All alike are perverse. Not one does what is good. Not even one. Will these evildoers never learn? They devour my people as they devour bread. They do not call upon the Lord. They have good reason then to fear. God is with the company of the just. They would crush the hopes of the poor. But the poor have the Lord as their refuge. Oh, that from Zion might come the salvation of Israel, Jacob would rejoice, and Israel be glad when the Lord restores his people. And that is the reading of Psalm chapter 14. And uh, I tell you, you know, it's uh, as I read that, you see a lot of that anymore these days. I was just talking to... Uh, I was talking to actually a buddy of mine, as a matter of fact, uh, a couple friends of mine. They they have a youth ministry, and um, I was thinking about having them on the air here, doing like a special one percent or less with him plus plus 
um, episode. And, um, you know, we were talking yesterday. Well, first, how it started off, actually, is I wanted to kind of test uh, the co-host slash speaker feature on the uh, on the Podbean app here so I can, you know, they can call in because, you know, they live 45, 40, 45 minutes away. And so to have them, you know, physically here, um, you know, on the mic to have it, you know, sound better, it just it's just silly. So um, they have a Podbean account as well. So I wanted to see how that worked out. I would add them as a, like a co-host so, you know, they can talk on their phone while I'm here, at you know, behind the studio mic. And um, what I wanted to do is actually talk with uh, my my friend who has a ministry called line in the sand and um, it's for men. They do it. Uh, and again, he's another fuel hauler like me and uh, him and a couple other gentlemen, they participate in this and they, they do this um, at their church. And it's typically more for men, men who struggled and have dealt with, you know, pornography issues. And uh, now that they kind of went through the first phase of the course, I'm not sure exactly how it works out. That's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to have him on. But, you know, they have a certain kind of curriculum that they follow. They got these booklets that they follow. And I guess part of the, you know, there's certain phases. And they got, you know, they got through the first phase or whatever you want to call it, which is dealing with the addiction and the, you know, the the viewing of pornography. And now I guess the next phase is to uh, create a stronger unity with your, with their wives, right? With their spouse, their wife. Excuse me. And so I wanted to invite them on to discuss that a little further because I think it's very important, you know, and that's one of the reasons why, like when I read this, 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 uh, chapter 14 here, you know, where it says the fool says in his heart, there is no God, their deeds are loathsome and corrupt. You know, not one does what is good. And it almost would certainly seem so anymore in today's world because, you know, we are surrounded by so much sin. We have so much that surrounds us that just, just, it's beyond belief. And so, you know, what's the biggest thing that it seems like society gets conditioned? Well, it's the, you know, it's, you know, sex, you know, sexual lifestyles, alternative sexual lifestyles. You know, you see it all the time on TV. You see it softly pushed on cartoons. You see it softly pushed on, you know, TV sitcoms and movies. I mean, you see it pushed everywhere. And then what's that lead to further, you know, down the road leads into something a little bit more serious, you know, actual, you know, some smut videos. And then you get into more of the hardcore stuff. Like I said, I had an issue with it once upon a time, not anymore, but I did. I did have a severe, serious issue with it. And it's not just men. Listen, I've been hearing and reading out there that women view pornography just as much, if not more than men. It is a very serious issue. It's a very big, dangerous thing that we're, we're we're having to battle with, because what that does is when you watch that, not only does it mess with you psychologically, because you know you're basically building up something, you know, some fantasy in your mind. But when you're in reality with your with your loved one, right, your spouse, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna, I guess, quote unquote, perform up to the standard that you have built in your mind based off what you're watching on the internet, right? And so it damages the marriage in that sense. But then a lot of religions, including the Catholic religion and other Christian religions, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, don't matter what kind of religion you follow. But at the end of the day, the Bible's talked about looking at dead images and dead images or, you know, images of, you know, lusting over dead images. You know, don't don't lust over pornography. Those are dead images. Excuse me. 
when you look at stuff like that, that is a form of adultery. Now, people will be like, oh, Jason, that's silly. It's just pictures. No, it's not just pictures. Try telling a cop that when you're, you know, driving down the highway and you get pulled over and they ask you how much you had to drink and you legitimately only had like two. Oh, I only had two, but yet you blew over the legal limit. Sorry, but it's not just two. You blew over the legal limit, just like the pitcher is not just the pitcher. You know, and that's how the devil sneaks in. <clears throat> that's how he sneaks in. Oftentimes, he finds those little cracks. And oftentimes, a lot of those things seem, all right, a lot of things that creep into our lives seem to be pretty innocent. Oh, you can go out to dinner. It's just a... Just a friend, an old friend. Not doing anything. It's not like you're sleeping with her. Then you go out to dinner, right? And you could be married, right? You tell your spouse, hey, uh, I'm actually having dinner with a friend, somebody that I knew from back in high school. Well, who is it? Oh, it's just so-and-so, some you know, some girl I went to school with. Well, should I be concerned? No, 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 it's just dinner. Some of actually other friends, right? Oh, Okay. You know, and that's where it starts. And then it gets into something a little bit more. Again, seemingly innocent, right? And the next thing you know it, it snowballs into something bigger. And before you know it, you got yourself an avalanche. Because now you're so far in deep and, and that, that avalanche finally broke away, right? And it's it's going. And then next thing you know it, I mean, it, you, what just happened, what started off innocent and small in the very beginning, this little snowball ended up turning into this giant avalanche that is just wreaking chaos and destruction in your life. All because you thought in the very beginning that, ah, it's just some pictures or it's just some dinner or it's just this or it's just that. No, 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 no. It is so much more than it's just fill in the blank. And so anyway, I wanted to invite these gentlemen on the show to discuss this. And when I was talking with them, they were also bringing up something else that I thought was very alarming. They're part of, they, they, you know, they work in, and they're part of their youth group. They work in the youth group with their church. And I can't remember who he said, who this individual was. Maybe it was the leader of the youth group. I don't think it was the pastor, but maybe the leader of the youth group. And they got like eight, nine, or ten other people that help out with that. And I guess I get the, I guess they got like over 140, 150 kids. It's a big youth group. Well, the leader of it just up and disappeared. Just him, his wife, and his daughter, kids, whatever. They just up and went to Colorado. I don't know. They just moved. And they were like, we have no idea. Like, they didn't tell us. He didn't inform us. Like, we don't know if they moved, or if they're visiting, or how long they're going to be gone for. Like, he, they just up and moved. They just up and left. And now, and, and that was the one that headed up the youth group. And what was even more interesting is that they were saying that so many of these children, children in junior high, elementary, he said so many of them so strayed away, like they have no idea what's going on, but so many of them, they all, you know, consider, consider themselves, not all of them, but, you know, there's a large chunk of them, of these kids. They consider themselves to be LGBT and gay, and some of them feel like they're boys, and boys, some of them feel like they're girls. I mean, 
This is the kind of stuff that we are seeing in real time, ladies and gentlemen. This is a problem. These public schools are grooming children. Who knows? I don't even want to even think about it, but who knows? Maybe some of the churches. I don't know. But it's definitely happening in, happening in the public schools. It's happening within Disney. Don't even get me started there. We have a problem. We have a problem in this nation. And they... And when I say they, these satanic, evil, Luciferian little minion pieces of garbage are seriously forging ahead on the attack of our children. This is why we are seeing homeschooling rates going up exponentially since the 2020s. You know, in the mid-1900s, I think what was in 1960, 1970, I can't remember. I remember I just saw this chart the other day. And now don't quote me on the numbers. I'm just kind of going off memory-ish. But like in the 1970s, I think like the number of homeschooled children in that, you know, era was like, I think in the hundreds of thousands. And then, you know, fast forward to like the 90s, it was like a little over a million. And then you got into like 2010, it was like, you know, 1.8 million people, you know, kids were homeschooled. And then when you got to the 2020s, it's like over 5 million children. Five million. There's a reason for that. People are starting to wake up to exactly the crazy, corrupt evil that's happening within these schools and the grooming that's taking place. We have a large problem in this nation, and I'll tell you what, right now, if you still have your children in public schools, yank them out. If you're a stay-at-home mom already or a stay-at-home father, yank them out. Yet, is it easy? No. Is it going to be hard? Probably, absolutely, yes. In fact, I can tell you it is because I see what my wife goes through. Is it rewarding? Absolutely. Our, our daughter, she's very advanced in a lot of other areas. Now, is she a little bit behind in certain other areas? Absolutely. But every child learns different things at their own pace. See, with these public schools, they're indoctrination camps, and you know they want everybody to be at the same level. Whereas when you're homeschooling, you got that one-on-one. Listen, there may be some areas that that child might be, uh, I don't want to say deficient in, but a little bit behind in. But you know what? At the end of the day, they're going to catch up in their own pace. And then there's other areas, and I see this all with my daughter, where she is really well advanced in, in certain subjects. Is it easy? No. But I'm going to tell you right now, you know where you, what you're going to be able to have a peace of mind of knowing that your child is not going to be groomed by some sickle pedophile teacher. Not saying they're all like that because I've had some good teachers in my high school. But it seems like nowadays you got a lot more sick freaks out there that want to come after the children. They want to indoctrinate them. They want to groom them. They want to confuse these children with an agenda about making them think that they're the opposite sex and they should get, you know, gender flipping surgeries and that they're part of the LGBTQ community, you know, because what they're trying to do is they're trying to screw up the family unit. They're trying to kill the Christian family, nuclear family. They don't want reproduction. They are trying to do everything they can to kill not just the family, but to kill the ability for people to procreate and have families. Well, if it's within a marriage or not, how do you do that? You demoralize them. You go on this massive marketing campaign and, and, and convince people that marriage is old fashioned and not necessary. Just have fun, have sex, just do each other. 
Don't matter if you're boy, girl, or you're pan gender, whatever that. I don't even know. I don't even want to follow it. There's two sex, male, female. That's it. What God gave you, whether you got indoor plumbing or outdoor plumbing, that's what God gave you. Don't be cutting that off or adding. Okay? It's not how that works. Anyway, I got I'm going a little long here. Anyway, at the end of the day, I want to have these gentlemen on have them discuss what they're seeing in their own church because I guarantee you they're not the only church that's dealing with this. We need to face this problem head on and we need to figure out solutions. But what it's going to start with is men, men and women, but men, you need to get your crap together. It's time to lace up them boots and it's time to freaking grab your masculinity by the you know where and it's time to freaking Put it out front. Okay, there's been a huge war in men, especially white Christian males. No more. This is war, and this is what the devil's doing. No more. Time to be men and treat your women with respect and treat children the way you're supposed to be treating them. And establish the family that we're supposed to have in this nation. Don't let the enemy freaking win. Anyway, I'm going to leave it here for right now. Um, that's all I got. I hope you have all a good night, and I'm sorry for the uh, for the latency here. Uh, like I said, it's been a crazy long travel day, about 11 and a quarter hours in. Um, but we're here, and the show will keep going on. I'm not going to let this stop because, again, my goal is to, again, occupy the land and expand the kingdom. Okay? Spread this far and wide, okay? You can find us on www.hishardline.com. Please Share this far and wide. We need this to grow, okay? Seriously, we need this to grow. All right, that's it. Have a good night and stay blessed. Till then and the next time, we'll see you tomorrow. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget, you can find us at www.ishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.